Boridza, Shantanucci here, EAS LLC Welsh Second Language Team. And here with me this morning is Jane Baker, Deputy Head Teacher, Year 5 Teacher and Welsh Lead at Hendra Junior School in Caerphilly. So, Diolch and Jane for taking the time to talk with me this morning. Now, Boridza, Shantanucci. Oh, Diam Diolch, Jane, lovely to be speaking with you this morning. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Oh, we <laughs> fantastic. Um, so this is your fourth year of being a learning network school for Welsh. Um, and this morning we'll be discussing all things Cymraeg um, and how the school have adapted to the recent changes and challenges um, and how you've been keeping Welsh on the boil, basically, um, throughout this um, challenging time. So, should I see Jane, and, and how, are thing, how have things been going at Hendra Juniors um, with regards to pupils learning remotely and using um, distance and blended learning resources? Well, I'm really, really pleased to say that um, starting 2021, we've, we've gone into this second prolonged period of lockdown um, with a lot of enthusiasm, not um, from the children to come back and to see us, but also um, the staff. And yes, it has been and continues to be a challenge, but we're very trying very hard really to make sure that we're coming at it with a positive attitude. And so the positivity of our staff and the engagement then is, is due to us creating, I don't know, I suppose a, a range of um, varied distance and blended learning resources within our school, but also um, making sure that the children feel um, that they can contact us, so our lines of communication are open and always ready to learn and, and just having that high expectations, but also being realistic, I think. So I think that's um, has been a really a really interesting way for us to look at it. Oh, Diane, and you have got that culture of, um, you know, those high expectations are there, but like you say, in a real, realistic manner. Um, and I'm sure that pupils feel really supported by you all. And, um, you know, you're a strong staff at Hendra, aren't you? And, um, and that is something that is a credit to you as a school. Um, so how have you managed to include and adapt um, Welsh in your distance learning sessions recently? Has that been a success? Has it been a challenge? Have you had pupils engaging with Welsh as much as you would have liked? Or obviously I'm sure there have been some challenges, but um, some strengths as well. Yeah, um, what I would say um, is that uh, is the fact that it is evolving all the time. Mm -hmm. And when we started in lockdown in 2020, um, everybody was, you know, everybody who could access Google Classroom, as that's our main online platform that we use, everybody who could access those, um, that content would, but and the engagement to begin with was, was quite strong. We'd be up to sort of 80% of our learners in school who were engaging and sending us in some work they completed at home. But then as the time went on, the numbers dropped and that did become quite frustrating at times. And especially when we were considering Welsh, 
one of the main challenges that I think we face is that um, the, the parents feeling confident and family members feeling confident to support their children. So what we then had to do is really think about ways in which, yes, we wanted to make sure the engagement levels were high, but also ensure that, that the activities we were putting out there were realistic, like I've said, and also um, allowed the children to keep on the boil, the basic skills that, that we take for granted, I suppose, that we use in school all of the time. Yeah. The, the biggest thing I would say is that, and I'm sure everybody would feel the same, it's been quite a steep learning curve using the, the range of di um, digital content. And we had to keep encouraging the staff to try and learn how to use these different online platforms and to continue to evolve. So what I notice now as we are in the second, like I say, the second period of lockdown is we've now moved to lots of online um, live streaming. Mm -hmm. And so following our blended and distance learning policy, we ensure that we've got two members of staff um, on calls with the children. So we're, we're doing at the moment two, less, two live sessions a day. And obviously um, within the content that we're sharing with the children, the way we communicate with them, that we use our bilingual language as much as possible. We're ensuring in our lesson feedback, so the marking and assessment that we provide the children, that that's always, always got a, a bilingual feel. And it's just as we would with our marking policy in school. So it's just obviously moving that digitally. Mm -hmm. And then, um, what I have found really useful and I'm happy to do at home is to use uh, other software such as Loom or Screencastify to to make videos for the children. So and the, and the feedback that I've had from the learners is that especially when we're looking at new Welsh content, that they really like to hear our voices and they really like to hear our instructions and those engaging and and yeah. encouraging comments mm -hmm. that really think that the children know then that they can do it. Yeah, absolutely. It's that familiarity as well, isn't it, of uh, hearing the teachers' voices and, and feeling comfortable and confident to have a go. Um, yeah, definitely. We um talking to members of staff, um, just what, what has sort of stood out to them is that they always always felt that the children just needed us to encourage them to encourage them all the time or oh, remember you know this can you remember that we did that and so and it's as the children are in school they want to please us they want us they want to try so when they're with us online they you know they really are soaking up these different creative approaches that we're putting out there so oh Diane it sounds like a very positive experience for everybody and what kinds of um, activities and tasks have you set for the pupils with regards to Welsh? Have you kind of stuck with the um, schemes of learning and or have you, for example, you're a year five teacher, have you maybe looked at the um, year four scheme of learning to go, you know, back over previously taught language and, and refresh that language rather than introducing new language or what kinds of activities um, and tasks have been successful with the pupils? I um, last year when we went into our first period of lockdown, we did try as best that we could to 
continue with the anti-Iran Hogoyal scheme, mm-hmm. um, but again, trying to make it and adapt it to make it more sort of online friendly, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um, because obviously, lots of the when we look introducing new topics or trying new things, we'd have to introduce new vocabulary. So again, that would be times when we were experimenting with using um, uh, digital programs that would would support us recording our voices. So we so starting out, I can remember um, doing reading a text aloud. Um, the the one about the allotment in year five. What's oh, that yeah. one? <laughs> you Con- know the one I mean. That's it. The first time I did that, I recorded myself reading it on my phone. So I was able to upload the book and then the children could listen to the audio file of me reading it. And that was the first thing that I'd experimented with. And yeah. the children really responded positively to that. And and it was really nice, actually, because the parent comments via um, the Seesaw app that we use was, oh, thanks, Miss Baker, for sending out the book. Because, you know, they, parents will always say, oh, we struggle to read it. And, yeah. and then for, so for the children to be able to listen to that over and over, that was really helpful. Um, we focused mainly on oracy activities then. So yeah. we would encourage the children to film themselves and send us recordings if they were confident to do so. And that was that was obviously really helpful to see. Um, what I did like and what I used a lot of was um, top 10 ways um, to keep Welsh on the boil in your school. And that was um, you. There were different suggestions for each year group. So we started off and used that. Um, a sort of like a transition into learning from home mm-hmm. and then try to try to cherry pick really activities that we thought the children um, would find fun. So using that Compost Arbenic book as an example, I then linked that into sort of science with growing sunflowers and then we would keep sending photos back and forth of how the children um, were growing different seeds at home and flowers and plants and and it, it was just trying to find ways that would link to other areas of the curriculum. Oh, that's fantastic Jane because I know you were experimenting a lot weren't you with um, you know developing the use of Welsh across the curriculum prior to lockdown and that was yeah. that was becoming really successful across the school um, and with the new curriculum for Wales um, you know that's a real focus isn't it is to try and move Welsh into all areas of learning and experience so to hear that you're managing to do that as well is just um, Bendy Geddig and that was going to be my next question really Jane um, regarding um, Hub and Thinky um, you know, have you managed to use any of the resources on there, uh, the distance and blended learning resources from the EAS Welsh team and have they been useful? And, and also, um, you know, as a school, as a staff, would you have any other suggestions as what you would like to see going forward? Yeah. Useful to support you, um, you know, sending home tasks for your pupils? I would say, um I think a strength has been the fact that we've maintained good you've as a team have maintained good contact with with us as coordinators. So we had our coordinator meetings in the summer term and then in the autumn term and and knowing where all those activities are and on the thinky page, 
it was really easy then for, for me as the coordinator to then lead our staff in, in the knowledge that they know where they could find additional resources that would best fit in with their themes or their topics. Um, I would say as far as our distance and, and blended learning approach has evolved is when we when we returned to school in September, I, I very much used um, the EAS mantra of we need to think about how we can um, re, you know, regain and re revise and remind, I suppose, our learners of what they already know. So that sort of revision time, I suppose, that sort of reevaluate what learning we have got. We needed to, we did the baseline and, and the placemat has always been the focus for our staff. So, you know, when when staff would come in and, and, and challenge and say, well, 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 what about this and what about that? So you'd, I'd have to say, no, go back to the placemat, keep it simple, go back to basics. We need to see where the children are. We need to assess where they are and then take it from there. And I trust the staff implicitly to make the right choices and to, to give the children a, a balanced diet of what they need with Welsh. So what I've been really pleased to see over the autumn term of 2020 was how we were able, once we were back in school, to, to really drill down and, and find using the, the language tracker, I suppose, as well as a, a key document to to really um, set work that would remind the children of of what they already know with the main focus always on oracy and in Hendra is and as you know is is I always want Welsh lessons to be fun so yeah. we're back playing the games we're black we're back outside in the yard um, recording ourselves and singing songs in year five as much as my children absolutely love hearing me sing um, <laughs> So, you know, silly little things like that. So Oh, fantastic. No, I, I think you're spot on there, Jane, with, um, you know, with a focus on oracy and, you know, like you say, going back to basics and revising that um, language and recycling it in other areas of the curriculum. Definitely. Um, to build confidence and to keep that enthusiasm going, isn't it? You know, and through, through language games. So that obviously sounds like part of your recovery plan for Welsh back in school. Lots of language yes. games, keeping it fun and, and revising those previously taught language patterns. And we have had um, some really successful theme weeks with, when we have done um, learner questionnaires, we've asked the children exactly what they were, you know, what made learning fun for them. And with that in mind, we've we've done a couple of theme weeks. So, for example, we did a um, an eco week um, with the stimulus being the David Attenborough Netflix documentary. Yeah. And then the Welsh that we got from that was fantastic because then I, I was able to find um, a unit, a, um, a recycling unit of work within the year five section so so I was able to sort of, like I said before cherry pick the bits I, I thought that would best fit and I know that's worked really well also um, strategies such as the Pi Corbett and the talk for writing type of strategies they have been fantastic um, using the bad TV transition in year three that was incredibly successful and I was delighted to see how some of our classes last week 
have have used that then at home. So they and that's now what I've got as my lesson plan for tomorrow for my for year five. So it's just always trying to think of ways in which that we can adapt and change and and then finally just wanted to mention about we did another theme week with our link school um, in Lesotho yeah. and so to come back after Christmas to to ease the children back into lockdown something that was really going to engage them was our link school in Lesotho and there's an absolutely amazing um, text in the year four scheme caribou and yeah. All, of the, all of the school worked on that text. So oh. now I'm confident from year three to year six, everybody knows about that text. And so we've, we've done it at whole school level, we've done it at class level, we've done it at year five or year group level, I should say. So. Oh, absolutely fantastic. I think as you know, Welsh coordinator, you've got such a good um, knowledge and experience of the schemes of learning that you're able to lead staff and direct them to resources and units of work um, that can be adapted, like you say, across any year group. Um, and I think that's that's the message we've been trying to get across and support staff with is that um, nothing's set in stone. You know, if you're in year five, for example, there's nothing stopping you from using resources from another year group and adapting them to fit in with your theme or purely, you know, if the children are going to enjoy that unit of work and engage with it, you know, that's absolutely fine. Um, do do what works and, and what's going to engage the pupils, isn't it? Like, like you've done so well. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with how it's going. And I also feel that um, when the staff are putting together um, their lesson content, I, I know it's engaging and I know that we can support them and, and, and give them what what they need to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fantastic, Jane. Um, and talking of, well, the schemes of learning, you know, we have put on some professional learning events um, online. Do you feel that that's, it's been an opportunity for you and staff to engage in professional learning during the lockdown periods or has that been a bit of a challenge? I, I To be honest with you, I think if we, when you're trying to look for positives, I think professional learning is a massive positive because it has given um, members of staff throughout the school an opportunity to have a to have a little bit of time mm -hmm. to to really focus in on a what they need to make them a better practitioner, but also to find the time to then really in, learn new skills and things that engage them. So rather than it be, um, I suppose, um, oh, I think you should go on this course because I'm not sure your use of the past tense is particularly great. It's, it's members of staff realising, oh, I think I'd like to do that booster course because I, that would really support my understanding of it. So, okay. you know, from th even, you know, even to supporting parents by encouraging them using the Duolingo app, yeah. which, oh, I hadn't thought of that, you know, yeah. it was one of those conversations <laughs> I remember having with a parent in the summer. Yeah. Um, to, to then the basic skills courses which you can access um, online 
and then um, but the the EAS content I think has been pitched about right and I know because I, I still have staff asking me or oh, when are the courses starting again yeah. uh, when are we able to do that so I know there's still an appetite for it and the the one thing that stuck stuck in my mind when I was talking to a member of staff who was accessing a training event in the summer term was her confidence was a, a bit low because I think just because she'd been at home and spending a lot of time um, by herself but the fact that she'd gone on and realised when she was on that that training with other people yes it was a great opportunity to network yes it was a great opportunity to practice her Welsh but then she realised that actually she's really good and just that little confidence, confidence boost of spending an hour and a half having having a little bit of specialist support really meant that her confidence to deliver things online and live with the children yeah. was much improved so oh that's wonderful to hear Jane um and you know it's been a learning curve for everybody hasn't it and definitely during this second phase of the lockdown now I think everybody's become a bit more confident with um using new platforms to deliver various um professional learning and schemes of learning and so on um but you know going into the spring term now um we're in a position where we feel confident that we can record these sessions and um, so staff can access them in their own time you know they'll always be on that thinky platform so you know we've tried to take the pressure off um teachers having to attend those sessions at a certain time and date and they can look at them at their own time and leisure so um hopefully like going forward that will be um <clears throat> excuse me that will be even more useful for staff because they can revisit those professional learning um, sessions and build their confidence and knowledge, you know, in their own time. Yeah, totally. And that's and that's really lovely to hear because I know there was sometimes when that we were on our return uh, catch up and um, prepare sessions in the summer. There were some members of staff who wanted to access that training and who weren't able to as they were teaching. So and now obviously we've got different guidelines that we must follow um, so having putting cover in to support members of staff when the children's school is is a challenge so to hear that I think everybody would feel really grateful to have that those you know quality training resources from yourselves because I think that's really important but also I, I don't think you should underestimate the importance of having network meetings yeah because i think that um ha listening to other people's ideas maybe sharing good practice i think is always going to be beneficial so if we you know as practitioners have that time to get together i think that would be a you know a good use of professional learning time within our school absolutely jane doing katina i agree oh. and um, again going forward you know we will be providing network meetings and so on and you know there's no expectation for staff to attend if they can they can fantastic and if they can't they can always go back and um, listen to it in their own time so hopefully that will be a bit of a win-win situation definitely covering so, all the basics covering the basics. that's what yes. we want to hear <laughs>
That's right. And, and it's just an opportunity, especially in this current climate, just for people to come together and to feel supported and, you know, to offload as well. You know, it's, I think that's a really important element of these um, network sessions, obviously the professional learning elements, but just the opportunity to come together and feel united and um, yeah. and to share share experiences. So. Also, I was going to say we just we're just being very mindful about everybody's well-being. That's so, right. for example, that particular Welsh lesson that you've you need to plan ready for Friday and you're just devoid of ideas and you, you don't know where to start. Those any sort of check in sessions in that way, I'm sure would provide staff with maybe that boost that they need. So I think that's it. It is always important that we share as much as we can. Yeah. because we're always looking for something different always looking for something new and something innovative that we want to share so i think um i think there'd be a, when you ask about what 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 could we you know what could we do to improve it is that we're always looking to share some good practice and always looking to share content because you know i might be doing a topic on badgers and animals or whatever then somebody else might already have done it and if we can share that it saves us time as well so maybe some sort of opportunity to share in that way would be a good a good way moving forward yeah absolutely doing katina and i think um discussions are in place now of how we can best kind of put that into um into action so that's fantastic. Jane. That's been really all <laughs> interesting. Um, to finish off, have you got any have you got a top tip or any top tips um for schools, you know, as part of their recovery for Welsh? Or would you like to end by saying uh, you Well, know? I have come up with three things and I've thought really long and hard about this. Um that what Welsh means to me and what I want to hopefully get the message clearly across about how to ensure that we maintain standards but also are mindful about curriculum for Wales and most importantly to engage our learners when we are in a difficult time. So the 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 one thing I want to say is make Welsh fun. So play games, read aloud, model writing, positive praise all the time and remind the children that they know so much already. Yeah. And your enthusiasm and the love of the language I find is infectious. So I know now we've, we've got children of key workers and vulnerable families who are in school at the moment. And as soon as they see me they'll speak to they'll speak Welsh to me because they know that's that's what I do and that's what we all do so I think as long as that love of the language and the enthusiasm remains high then I think the children will always be motivated to engage and participate and also those sort of like short burst sessions really have really helped to rebuild and refocus our learners with their Welsh and it's really nice to see hand in hand because now with LLC, Welsh and English, they're equal partnership and within that area of learning and that bilingualism, if we can see that on a Google slide or we can hear that in the classroom or we can see it and hear it in live sessions, then 
again, the children are going to really enjoy it. So when you, you know, coming onto your Google Meet in the morning, the first thing I say is Sitoiti, how are you, Barada? They hear that all the time. So just that short, sharp, always enthusiastic use of Welsh is is going to be fantastic. And I I really feel number the third thing I was going to say, I really feel important about letting yourself as teachers and practitioners have the time to and the space to rebuild the skills. So as much as we're thinking about learning that's lost, but we also need to flip it on its head, reframe it, refocus it and think, right, OK, how are we going to rebuild it? How are we going to be positive? How are we going to improve it? So focus on oracy and then our reading and writing tasks will follow. Use oh. the pack, use the thinky page. Mm. It's all there for you and just reach out yes and I, I you know reach out and ask questions and if there's any twitter's a valuable resource you share good practice on there all the time and so let's you know let's work together let's share let's all be part of this together because well she's great oh jane that was inspirational <laughs> those top tips are yeah fantastic and uh, like you say the enthusiasm and you know keeping it fun and the focus on oracy uh, reaching out fantastic bendy geddig jane well oh, for your time um, this morning and for sharing your experiences with me i think um you know anyone that listens to this podcast will be able to relate um, and also pick up some some top tips of how you've navigated your way through um this period and um kept welsh on the boil in a really fun you know but realistic manner so jane and poor bloke <laughs> and i look forward to uh, seeing you in person very very soon Oh, it's always a pleasure to spend time with you and um uh, we share our love of welsh so i think that's great thank you i really enjoyed it Jane.